Welcome, everyone, to Season 9 Episode Mumble of For What It's Worth, it's the Gratitude Episode. Hello, everyone. My name is Tugs, joining you from Seattle, and my co counterpart, I was going to say cohort, my counterpart in Salt Lake joins me. His name is Rue. <laughs> Hello, my name is Rue Cheesy Lexico, and I am here in good old Salt Lake City, Utah. How is everybody doing today? I hope the, I hope you're well. And Rue, how are you? What have you been up to? Oh my goodness. I, uh, okay. I'm not going to get into politics too much, but let me tell you, there's so much politics that's going on that you can't even avoid it 100%. But all I can say is I am ready to not care about politics anymore. Of course, I'm going to still care about politics and still vote and stuff like that. But man, I am just ready to like, just just turn down the heat maybe maybe just a little bit a couple of degrees do you feel me yeah yeah i do um yeah it's i think it's a fallacy no matter where you stand to say oh i can't wait to not care about politics again that's exactly the problem that has created the tension that exists right now and frankly in my opinion we should have been teaching civic engagement this whole time that being said um i also understand that it's been really tense. So stepping it back a bit is probably a good idea. You know, like you said, let's turn the heat down from a boil to a simmer. You know, it, it you're dealing with people's lives and making decisions about people's lives is going to arise a lot of passion. And we still have to be respectful and we still have to be involved. So don't hang up your email hat. You're still going to have to write your, your reps, you know. Can I just like, I don't know, find a rock and go hide under it? That'd be great. Well, we, we did find a rock. We blew it up. Ah! How, <laughs> so oh my other, gosh. other than politics, how have you been? Um, You know, great. I have, um, you know, I've been playing um, this new game, Hades. Um, James you is know, playing that. It's, it's really, really good. It's legit. Um, I have also been playing Cyberpunk. And, um, yeah, it, it's, I think it's pretty good. I've enjoyed it myself, but, um, you know, it definitely has its problems and, and I'm playing it on the new, um, PlayStation. So every once in a while it will quit on me and that's kind of immersion breaking. It's kind of bad, but hopefully they'll get some more patches once in a while. So, so I have to ask you, how long did you spend looking at the penis in the game? <laughs> long enough i was like what do i want do i want an elephant trunk or not an elephant trunk what do i want <laughs> did you give yourself boobs no some nope. people aren't chicks no, it, that's okay it's i don't think you can do that though yes you can you can oh i didn't know that would you have done it i, mm. I, I don't know <laughs> i i never tried and it's not like you can yourself? change it now Unless know. you restart the game 100%. There's no... Well, you probably that... will. It's so buggy. <laughs> <laughs> How about yourself? So, what have you been up to? Uh, surviving. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that the truth, though? You know, not a ton. Uh, but I say that and like, like, I'm so busy. What have I been doing? I have been really kind of just working on, on my house here and there. I've been putting up shelves and um, like we just put in a, a chest freezer because Costco sells, you know, 28 packs of cheese and you don't need it all at once, but it's cheap to do it that way. Mm -hmm. um, 
I have been gaming in the evenings to save my sanity. I've been enjoying uh, Smash as usual. I, I I play all the characters. I think Sephiroth is kind of a tired character. It's like I told my friends, he's the Macarena of video games. Like he was great the first 500 times I saw him. Now he's just overdone. That being said, <laughs> yeah, that being said, then like Nintendo's not going to put shitty character play into their game. So he plays fun. I enjoy playing him, you know. Do I love that he's Sephiroth? No, but it's okay. I don't have to like every character. Um, so you were sad about that? To, to me, Steve... I wasn't sad, I was just meh. Steve was the one that I was meh about. Okay, I get it. A lot of Minecraft fans are there. And if you're a Minecraft he fan... He plays great, though. I, I love you. I love you so much. But to me, I, I don't know. I guess I'm the type of type of person... Like, I didn't even really like when Solid Snake was in it. Like, I kind of think, like, what's the point? I get it. Smash Brothers have, have has became more than just Nintendo, right? But I, I don't know. I kind of like little quirky things. Like, for instance, I really enjoyed when they introduced the piranha plant. Like, that was pretty yeah. cool. And they can still do that. And, and Banjo-Kazooie. Like, that was pretty cool, even though that it wasn't, you know, it was... It was on a Nintendo platform at some point in time. And so that's, I guess that's my whole point with it, is I kind of feel like that it needs to have been on the Nintendo system at some point in time. But Nintendo is Nintendo, and they know what is popular, and, you know, they're the ones that are making the million dollars, not me. So there you go. Minecraft is on the Switch, though. Oh, you're right. You're right. And you know what? Uh, I believe, to correct myself, um, Minecraft is also a, a top-selling game that's on there. It is, I think, the highest-selling game in history. But I, I get what you mean in the sense of, like, it doesn't quite fit that more classic, traditional Nintendo pattern. You know? Um, look at it this way. Here, here's the constellation, right? Like, yeah, you can be annoyed at their choices. There's still three more characters. There's already 70-whatever or 80-whatever at this point. You know, and there's room for everybody. It's okay that not every character is your personal liking. They've they've clearly made it um, so that no character plays badly. Like they're all well thought out, even if you don't necessarily love the character. So it's all do right. You, you know? Do you think that they'll do this again at some point in time, where they'll release all the characters all over again on a new system and a new? No, I think that it's um it's going to be a porting problem for them now. Like this version of smash brothers is never going to die. It's going to become the new, the new melee. Of course, all the melee players are like, no. Um, yeah, it Nintendo. I, I think already knows that they're going to need to have the rights to re-release the game on future consoles. Cause there will be demand and it will sell. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know. It's, they've got an interesting problem. I'm curious to see how they get out of it. Anything else that you've been up to Mr. Tugs? Um, I've been building my Disney Lego castle, which is kind of fun. Um, You've really gotten into Lego stuff recently. No, no. I just enjoy Disney and I enjoy Nintendo and there happens to be Lego. Lego's fun because I don't have to stare at a screen, but I'm not like, gonna, I'm not like a brickhead or anything, you know, it's just a casual passive hobby, you know, it's just, you know, it's just kid soon models. Soon you are going to get the new like baby Yoda Mandalorian um, Lego set. <laughs> hey that's disney right i haven't watched mandalorian and i'm kind of over star wars as a franchise oh my goodness okay 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 i agree with you 
I agree 100% that they have done a really terrible, terrible thing to the franchise as of recently. However, however, give the Mandalorian, Mandalorian a chance. Give it a chance because it is... It is completely something different. And I oh, feel yeah. like that it is a love letter to um, Star Wars fans. And normally, you know that I make fun of Star Wars fans by saying things like uh, Star Wars, the next generation and different things like that. So for me, the Mandalorian is absolutely amazing. And it's exactly what they need in order to keep that franchise going. Oh yeah. I, you know, I have watched the first episode and I loved it. I just really struggle right now in my life to just sit down and watch TV shows like that. Like I, I don't like to plan my life around TV shows. I probably will get to watching it. I usually will like binge those kinds of things. Like when I'm on an airplane or something. Gotcha. So anyway, it's time to do the thing. Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. All right, here we go. We're going to open up the next fortune cookie. But first, before I bring up this fortune cookie, I want to actually, I'm scratching my head just a little bit. How many times have I actually reused one of these cookies? Honestly. Not often. Honestly, I think maybe. So we've done probably close to like 200 episodes. I think maybe a dozen times. And I think that's over overinflated. You know, I wonder. I wonder if somebody has sat down and like wrote out every single fortune that has. No, I, I hope. I hope that's not the case because I'm like, do something else with your life, please. It'll, it'll be on the <laughs> fan wiki. Don't worry. All right. Here we go. So here's the fortune. Plan for the best, prepare for the worst, in bed with a cookie. Very, very, very good. Very good fortune. That is so, so true. And now it's time for potty break. Stop. Stop. No. thought i was gonna stop <laughs> oh my goodness that is just an overused button that no. and the the i like being bingy that that weird i like being no stop <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reflex for you at this point uh, uh i'm so grateful rue that you still react to that because you know what i heard the other day i like being anal. oh my gosh <laughs> You know, I, I'm going to get into your phone at some point in time and not, and make sure that that's no longer your text message notification. It's not actually, um, <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, have just fatigue from bedfellows going beep. <laughs> like it's really all it is. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. Or just saying, yeah. yay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there's the yay. I don't know where it went.
Anyway, enough of the yays. It's time to talk about gratitude. So it's an episode we do every year. Uh, it started, for those of you who are playing long at home and have only played one round, uh, it's uh, it's an episode we've done, I, th- I think, every season since I started hosting. And it was originally my, let's let's say, F you to all this greed around the holidays and like take a minute to be thankful. And it kind of wound up being a better New Year episode because it's a nice time to pause and, and reflect and, and think about what's going on and stuff. And I think it's especially poignant to do it after the amazing shit show that was 2020. And let's be honest, it was a shit show. So it was terrible. We, it, it was. was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to go into it, though. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we uh, we are um, introducing something new. We have a thing called Speak Pipe now, where you can literally, on your phone browser, on your computer, anything that can go on the internet and has a microphone, go to the website, um, and you can send us little clips. And we very much enjoy it. We think it makes the show better. We hope you find it to be something that makes the show better. And I'm stealing your thunder, Rue. If you can, do speak pipe instead of email. Give it a shot. If you're comfortable with it, we know not everyone is. Just try it out. It's so easy. You don't have to fuck around with like recording software or microphones on your computer. It's just push a button, say blah, 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 furry things, blah, blah, blah. Let go of the button and it comes to us. Giggity. So, yeah, we have lots of speak pipes. In fact, why don't we just do one now, Rue, to show her what it's like? Okay, let's go. This one's from Aussie Cat. I haven't listened to it, so I hope it's good. Hey, for what it's worth, this is Aussie Cat live from Chicago. I just want to say I am real grateful for my friends and the people in my life who have not only been there, but allowed us to support each other through this hellish, well, hellish ass year. Anyways, thanks again. And uh, for what it's worth, I'm glad for you as well. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Ozzy Cat. We think that you're you're pretty amazing too. So thank you so much for sending that in and all the support that you do uh, on Twitter. I'm not Twitter, on um. Oh my gosh, on our Telegram chat and stuff like that. So you are amazing. Thank you for your support. Did you rely on people pretty heavily on the pandemic crew? Yeah. You know what? I I tried, but mm-hmm. it's I would have to say that I relied heavily on my significant other. And um it's it's been really hard to rely on everybody else because you just don't see them. And and yes, I, I can say that I relied on my friends because there were some times that I that I would reach out to them and, and talk to them, but it's just it's been kind of difficult to to because you're not seeing them as often. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not the most technological um individual sometimes and um so therefore um a majority of my conversations are either over the phone or um, talking to somebody in person and it is not messaging somebody on telegram or messaging them on you know texting and saying hey how's it going it's a skill that i know that i need to learn to love (laughs) a little bit more but um, I don't know. How about yourself? Did you heavily rely on your friends during 2020? Without a doubt, I 
am immensely thankful for the friends that I have out there. And, you know, I, I guess a little bit, this is going to sound, it, it sounds cocky, but I just don't mean it that way. I, I'm thankful that I was able over the years to cultivate strong bonds of friendship with so many people because we were all reaching out to each other. Like, you know, we're all busy still. We still have lives. We were still working. There's you're dealing with adjusting and, you know, it may not have been the day of everything starting in, in whoever's town, but you know, people know that they matter when you reach out, even if it's a little late to say, Hey, are you doing okay? And so I, I'm really thankful for that. And I'm really thankful for uh, the friends that I have in my containment pod. You know, obviously we can't go out and party with everybody. So there's a couple of friends that we've all agreed. Kay, we all know our, you know, we all work at home. We don't, we're very, very low risk. We still need to be able to get out and have a change of scenery. Um, so we're going to be social exclusively with each other until we can be social with everybody. Um, we call it a containment pod. And I, that has saved my brains. Absolutely. During this, this pandemic. Well, you are really, really good at keeping in touch with people online. Like you say that, you know, but I'm bad at that because I don't message people on telegram. I tell people I'm better at replying than I am at starting. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's, it's definitely a skill that we all need to, to work on, uh, you know, definitely like reaching out to your friends. And that's what the, that's a huge strength of the furry phantom oh, yeah. is the whole aspect that we're, we're, you know, connected through the internet. That's how all of this lovely stuff started is through the, the interwebs. You're actually giving me a thought. Uh, in the fact that like, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to the places you go to almost every day or whatever, and it's different. Furry just kept on doing its furry thing. Sure. We lost cons and we bemoan it, but I don't, I feel like it's like the one space that didn't really change a ton. Like, cause that's where we were, right? There's no pandemic on the internet in the way. No, you can still maintain your six feet apart and, you know, as you're chatting with somebody in, in some sort of chat room or you're in VR chat with somebody, you're commenting on something on, I don't know, FA, just throwing something out there. Yeah. 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 Um, email time. Email time. Um, Kit has an email. Do you want me to read it? You don't happen to have it at hand, do you? I don't have it on hand, but if you go ahead and read it. Okay, cool. Uh, email from Kit says, hello to the cast of Fawa and to its guesticles. It's Kit. I thought that I would chime in for the annual gratitude episode. 2020 has been a dark year for many people. Therefore, therefore, I can't talk. Therefore, I feel like it is even more important to give thanks. First, I am thankful for my home. A few years ago, I wrote a gratitude email that only gave thanks for the roof over my head. This sentiment applies even more this year. Many folks have faced eviction. I am thankful that I have not. Furthermore, I am thankful that I have had the freedom to customize my home to reflect my authentic self. Much of my home is decorated in tasteful baby fur decor, from the beanbag chair that sits in my living room to the comforter on my bed. From my perspective, I have integrated furry and kink into a part of my daily life, and in doing so, I feel at peace. Second, I'm grateful for my health. At the time of writing this, I have not gotten COVID-19. I have been able to afford the basic necessities that keep me healthy, such as masks, hand soap, 
hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and vitamins. In addition, I have been able to attend therapy via telehealth to keep myself mentally healthy. Last but not least, I'm grateful for the fandom. I'm grateful for the podcast. I mentioned this on the last Jackbox stream, yet my life has changed for the better because of your show. I cannot thank you enough for the positive role you've had. What are you grateful for? With cookies that are baked with love and gratitude and gluten kit sent from my iPhone. <laughs> I love that you add the last part sent from my iPhone. You get hey, first response. I read the email, you know? <laughs> fine, fine. Go ahead. Oh, no, you, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I know you were saying first response. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't, I have to think anyway. Oh, um, thank you. Like Kit, it's, it's awesome that, um, you've been listening to the show for a long period of time and, um, thank you for, for the things that you do in order to support our show. I constantly see you, um, you know, messaging, um, people on Twitter and, but specifically to answer your question on what I'm grateful for, I am totally grateful that I currently have a house that I can live in, you know, the simple things, uh, being able to make my rent while I know that there's a lot of people out there that are struggling to be able to make their rent. Um, you know, being able to, I, I can I basically have the ability to, to buy what I want when I want it. And in, in some ways, some people could see that as privileged and, and spoiled. And so I am kind of, I, I do see that I am kind of privileged to be in the, that particular situation. And I guess what I'm just saying, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for those particular th simple things, but all those things are material things. But what I am truly grateful for is the relationships that I have been able to build over the years, the friends that I have, and also, of course, my significant other. Um, I care so much about him. I mean, during the, um, during a couple of weeks ago, he actually, um, I thought that he came down with COVID-19 and oh. I was stressed so much. He, he went and got tested and we were waiting his results and we had to quarantine and that was super scary. And he was just getting sicker and sicker by the day. And I thought for sure that he had COVID and I just, <sighs> I, I have to say that I, I and, and by no means am I trying to make this the root hour or anything like that, but like it made me feel like it made me think about losing him and how truly grateful that and how important it is that I have him in my life right now. He's, oh, yeah. he's my rock and it many times there I, I'm kind of all over the place. I'm kind of crazy Rue. And he helps me to stay sturdy and secure and safe. And I think that that's anything that, that people want in some sort of a relationship. So I am grateful for him. What are you grateful for, Tugs? Sorry, go ahead. 
Well, I was actually, you were hitting on something and I, I kind of wanted to just address that, which is, you know, uh, I, I too have been fortunate in that my job and my ability to maintain my current way of living has not been affected too much by the pandemic, you know, as yes. far as like job security and stuff, totally, totally fine. And I'm thankful for that because I'm aware. I mean, I know people who, you know, they got, they got on the unemployment line, you know, people I know who work in, in retail and restaurants and, you know, service industries where people aren't going to have service um, and just, you know, the shrinking economy. Um, I know that I've been a little bit of an unusual case. Right. And uh, it, it's one of these things that I don't know if it's a Utah thing or it's human nature. It's probably a little of both. You know, I, I was in therapy once and I talked with her about like, you know, sometimes I like to have nice things, right? Like I'm not going to go out and have caviar every day, but what if I want to have a spoon of caviar once in my life? Shouldn't I be allowed without guilt? And the answer is, is yes. The difference here is if you're expecting a handout and you just get it like, oh, I'm a, I'm a trust fund kid. Give me all my free things. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a dick. You're just a dick. Um, but the thing about it is if you work for it, like you and I have, where we've had, we've been blessed with the opportunity to, you know, grow certain skill sets that people are willing to pay reasonable amounts of living money to, you know, that's good. And it's okay to say, Hey, you know, I, I do enjoy the fruits of what I have earned. That's the way the system's supposed to work. Now that I've said that though, it's always important to remember to be humble and like, for instance, those, some of those friends, um, you know, when it was a little less crazy because the pandemic is crazy right now, you know, I would have one or two over and I would make sure to give them a nice dinner. You know, I would do my part to make sure that I was, you know, helping them out in a way that was, uh, you know, we didn't have to have an awkward conversation about their dignity or anything, you know, like, oh, I heard you, you don't have a job. Nothing like that. It was just come over. Everything's cool. We'll, we'll have a good time play some smash and I'll feed you till you don't want to eat anymore. And those are the things that I think really help other, you know, helping people out no matter what you think of them are, is really where it matters. You know, if you're going to be blessed with good fortune in hard times, you should share what you can. I agree. 100%. Welcome to my soapbox. No, uh, I think it's great. I th <laughs> no, I think it's great. It, it's that is a great way in which you show gratitude for people. Exactly. You know? And and I and, and let's be honest, I get to see them and that's a little selfish, but I am thankful for their company. I also think that that's a skill. That's a skill that you have honed over the years, Tugs. A skill to be able to see people's needs and to be able to show them, you know, you're able to read people and 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 help them in some way in which you're able to show them that you are grateful for them and in return that that, that helps them sure i would say i absolutely know that gifts are my love language a gift can be a meal could be a random you didn't expect it it could just be company you know time but yeah thank you that's very nice of you to say um we have another speak pipe awesome let's hear it it is from Timid Grizzly. I love Timid. I am grateful I am safer, healthier, and more secure than so many others during these turbulent times. I'm grateful for avoiding catching the COVID-19 virus. I'm grateful for the internet bringing me knowledge to protect myself during this pandemic. I'm grateful for the internet for entertainment 
since I choose not to go out during this pandemic. I'm grateful that this pandemic will pass and I will again be able to cuddle with friends I care for and who care for me. I am grateful for the hope that our country is transitioning to a more rational, directed, and humane government. I am grateful for secure income and housing, unaffected by the secondary effects of these turbulent times. I am grateful I am safe, well, secure, and have hope for the future improving for those less fortunate than me. It was very sweet. I have no words. Like, I'm over here in tears. Like, that is awesome. You know, he touched on a lot of things there. And um, talking about going out and stuff reminded me, you know, I think we need to give a clap, a very special clap um, to the people who are still out there because they work in an actually essential business. Like, there are people I know that listen to the show that work in, like, a grocery store. They, they, they have to interface with people. There's no remote grocery store, um, you know, or, or a doctor's office. There are people who are still keeping the basic gears of society going and they deserve a clap for being out there when, you know, and let's do it. I agree. 100%. Let's go. One, two, three. Now I want to issue one more clap. This is the first time that we've done back to back claps tugs. All right. What's the next one? All of our healthcare workers. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone who's out there. I can't imagine the horrors you're seeing, especially if you work in like an intensive care unit or just any hospital. Um, but thank you. Three, two, one. All right. Okay. Well, we have some more emails, don't we? Do you want to do one more email or do you want to take a break? You know what? I think I need to go take a little tinkle, so let's go for the break. Okay. I like being anal. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up through. <laughs> shut up, pass through. <laughs> You've grown. Hailing frequencies open. Smoke Scale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Wednesday, January 16th, 2021, here are your space headlines. Holy crap, it's been a while since last I actually recorded a Space News. I've done a couple of live updates during streams, but now, new year, new Space News. So you know what that means, right? Lightning round. NASA has officially extended the Juno mission, which means we're going to see the first flyby of Jupiter's moons in 20 years. That's awesome. China has scheduled to start constructing their new space station this year. I don't mean they're going to start building the modules and schedule the launches for later, no. The first module is scheduled to launch this year. Not only that, but they're talking about 11 missions already on the books to build it out. Cargo Dragon splashed down recently with more than two tons of research specimens and equipment. Thankfully, there wasn't a flotilla of... spectators, we'll call them, to get in the way of recovery. China successfully completed their sample return mission from the lunar surface. The return capsule was only designed for about 4.4 pounds, or 2 kilograms, of samples, but hey, it's the first time we've gotten samples back from the moon since the Apollo missions. Japan recently opened their own cargo container, housing a sample returned from an asteroid by way of their Hayabusa 2 mission, and they're very pleased with what they found. There are three sample canisters, only one of which has been opened. The mission was designed to collect at least 100 milligrams of material, but we don't know how much it collected just yet, though they're confident they hit the mark. Okay, those are all really cool, but let's briefly talk about the craziness that SpaceX accomplished. 
Back in December, they performed a test flight of their SN-8 Starship prototype. This was the first time they had ever fired three Raptor engines at once, the first time it flew that high, 12.5 kilometers, the first time they attempted the belly flop maneuver, and the first time they attempted to land after going so high. It looked amazing. It was so weird watching the vehicle just falling out of the sky like it did, side on. The engines all performed beautifully, cutting off one at a time to coast up to altitude and move away from the target to demonstrate cross-range capability. Then, the big moment. Two engines relit and forced the whole stack to pitch back over for vertical landing, and it almost worked. If you watch the footage, you can see one engine flame out, then the remaining one started burning with a really bright green flame. Then the base of the rocket hit the ground a little too hard, and boom. It was spectacular. Turns out they lost pressure from the header tanks used to overcome the issue of fuel sloshing around during the fall, which caused one of the engines to flame out, then the other started running real oxygen-rich, which caused the engine to basically start eating itself. Since there's a lot of copper in there, bright green flame. SN9 was ready to roll out for its test flight in a week, until the mount it was on bent and it started to lean inside the high bay. So they had to get that all fixed up. As of recording this, there was an attempted static fire test of SN9 today, which lasted all of three seconds. Not sure what went on, haven't heard anything since. But it sounds like the test flight of SN9 is coming soon, maybe even by the time you hear this. And that's all for this round. Stay tuned for the next episode of For What It's Worth for more. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying keep looking up, space fans. We are grateful to all you listeners tuning into this episode. You are listening to For What It's Worth. Patron time, patron time, patron time. Tugs, you... tugs, read the read yes. that stuff. <laughs> all right, I will now summon our Patronuses. Get ready for your favorite stuff. Oh, no. You know what this reminds me of, Tugs? What? This reminds me of going to church and having a priest dude next to me trying to make me confess my sins and wanting to like touch my wee wee or something anyways (laughs) okay for what it's worth is sustained by people who think that what we do is worth money and they went to our money extraction page sometimes they call it patreon if you are on our patreon you are a patronus it is now when we recognize you love you adore you and give you little cherry kisses in exchange for your one dollar, it's time to recognize Simone, Moss, Ligris, Kit, GW, Chapagriff, Yin, Slash Bubble Whip, Aussie Cat, Koru, Kachi, 
Guardian Lion, Baldric, Rifka, Adalor, Nuka, Jake Fox, and Ichi. If you want to donate to the cause, the beautiful religious music, and get Rue's wee wee touched, go to patreon.com slash touch Rue's wee wee. I mean, <laughs> patreon.com slash touch Rue's wee wee. So, no, stop! People are gonna <laughs> not donate anymore. <laughs> patreon.com slash FWIW. I don't know what the other one is. Don't go there. Again, that's patreon.com slash FWIW. And thank you to our backing choir for today's worship. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it is the moment where we do the like and subscribe and and like come and support us. But let me tell you, Patron does definitely help this episode. I mean, it, it helps all and of our episodes. episodes. <laughs> like when it comes to this show, me and Tugs put a lot of funds into it. Lovely, lovely funds. And we've always had this goal. This goal that we had set in our mind is that eventually the podcast would become self-sustaining. And we reached that goal because of you, because of the people that are currently um, helping us out. So thank you so much for helping us to be able to reach our dream. Thank you for helping us help you help us. And now back to the show. Let's talk about gratitude. I don't think we have any more emails, right? I think that was pretty much it. I think so. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and um, listen to that one more audio clip. Oh, wait. You know what? I see another audio clip in here. Did you include that one? From Plug? Um, It looks like somebody sent it through email. Oh, um, who is it from? It is... You know what? Forward it to me just in case. Okay. And I will play Plug Speak Pipe. Here we go. Hey, everyone. This is Plug from Melbourne, Australia. It would be an understatement to say I'm grateful for the internet fairy presence, including this awesome podcast. Having spent most of last year confined to my home, the fandom online has been a cornerstone of my existence. I'm also grateful for my amazing partner and family with whom I bunkered down with. But I really wanted to call in to say that I'm truly grateful to live in a place where the authorities acted on the best scientific advice available to them. It breaks my heart to learn of the lives lost in other countries that did not take the actions advised by health experts. I hope everyone listening is safe and well. And that's it. I hope... I hope everybody that is listening is safe and well as well. I have lost some pretty close friends um, because of this virus. And it has been absolutely heartbreaking. So I am grateful for the simple things of health, of just being, just being able to, to say that right now, Tugs, right now, I'm healthy. I know you're healthy. And and I'm appreciative of that. To know those that that simple thing. Um man, I just can't believe like how many people have died. 
And it is an absolute, absolute tragedy every day seeing how many people that have lost their lives. But I am glad to hear that your country took the precautions necessary in order to protect the ones that are around you currently. That's that's amazing that, that your country jumped into action. I am not going to try to get too political here. I wish that I could say the same about our country. I agree. Um, you know, I'm making a decision here how far I want to push this. Um, I think... I think the first thing I want to say is how thankful I am for the people who actually did do their best to prevent the spread that minimized contact that we're able to right? Not everyone could, uh, that stayed in that wear a mask and get it. You know, it's, we, we all live on this rock in space together and we need to learn how to coexist. And sometimes that means you put on some cotton on your face or a shield and you just do it so that you don't get other people sick. It's telling to me personally that in the United States, as of the time of recording in this moment, there are 365,000 people who have died because of this. And a lot of people can say, oh, well, it's no different than the flu or this and that. You know, you're right if you look at it one way. You could be wrong if you look at it another way. For example, Maybe this does kill as many people as the flu. Maybe it's it's just a super flu. That's that's true, you know? Thing about flu season is normally it's like six months. It's about the frequency and the time difference. When you have 300,000 people get sick over the space of six months, you're going to overwhelm your healthcare system. If, if you have... It has to basically... What I'm trying to say is... is there's not enough beds at any given time for the amount of need when it comes to the pandemic, when you compare it to the flu, because it's so much lower that you don't run out of beds. Does that make sense, Rue? Yes. And so that's one way to look at it. Like from a practical resource standpoint, there are not enough ICU trained people, beds, equipment to handle the crush. It's also telling that that is a huge number and so many people just don't care. They just don't care because for a couple things, one, it's just something that you're reading about on the news. No one I know has gotten COVID or I know people have gotten COVID and they lived, you know, you're right. It's still 365,000 dead people. You should be sad when that many people die. You should not be callous to death, you know? Now and so many people die, Tugs. You see the numbers each day, and we could hit a record. And it's just like, it's another oh, yeah. day. It's this is like normal that there's these all these people dying. And that is, it's not, it's not even a it? new normal. It's a, it's, sorry, I'm getting upset. It's okay. But you know what? You're, you're right. You know, here's the question, though. What does that say about us? You know? Um, talking with some friends, you know, there's a big difference about what's going on right now. And you really have to answer this question. What does that say about, especially the United States, which is where we live, you know, people are 
are are callous. They don't care. And it's different. Like people go, well, this is like 9-11 and stuff. And that was so easy because you have a group of people and you can point to them and go, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Al-Qaeda's. And it's easy. We have a common enemy. This isn't like that. This is people who look like you, who might live next to you, who you may have dinner with, who is your friend, suddenly might be a little shitty. And that's hard because now you have to start asking, are we as great a a country as we thought? Is our society all we say it is? Or have we really been shitheads? Those are questions that you're going to have to deal with. But 4,112 people have died today. Wow. Wow. 365,000 people have died from this virus. Would Would people have still died? Yes. But I am thankful for every single person who has been faithful in wearing a mask in public. And I hope that not only will this continue as long as it needs to, to help everyone out, but that if people just get a, a regular old flu in two years, that it's okay that they wear a mask so that they can still function and live their lives while not getting everybody sick. Thank you for been wearing a mask. <laughs> That's my soapbox. Yeah, definitely. Everybody wear that mask because, man, like, dude. And here's the here's I the have... upshot. Go ahead. The upshot is this: if you actually are playing the the game where everybody benefits and you realize we're all in this marble together, when someone is shitty, you can call them out with a great deal of authority and say, you're being shitty and that is not okay. And when they say, who are you to fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm over, I've spent a year in a mask. I think I do get to say something. Yes, I do. You can have, you can have opinions. You can also have shitty opinions. (sighs) I'm just sad. I'm just sad that that people that people feel there's just some people that have taken taken this and just how do I explain it? Like they don't think about other people anymore. They just don't. They only think about what is in front of them. They think about themselves and just themselves. What happened to the world where we cared about our neighbor, about the person that was next to us? Is it still there? Does it still exist? You directly influence that. You can be that change. You, Rue, you listener. It takes people just doing it. You may not feel like it does much, but I'm telling you as someone who has been around the fandom as long as I have and have met as many people as I have, I'm one person sitting in a room with a computer talking into a microphone. And how many people am I influencing? Maybe you just hold the door open for somebody. Maybe you just wear a mask, but that's, that's a difference. It's, and you can do it. It's, it's completely within reason, you know? Anyway, we're, we're so far off of gratitude. And so let's bring it back by saying this. Um, I know that, Rue, people probably look at you and go, oh, Rue's, you know, he's he's a bit more of the classic Utah, you know, and they probably look at me and go, you probably piss on Mormons all the time. But I'll tell you, in defense of Mormons, <laughs> they used to have uh, their leader, his name was Gordon B. Hinckley, and I really liked him. I thought he was cool. And he um, called on people to be more thankful 
to express gratitude, to say the words thank you. And I, that stuck with me. I think that was great advice. When someone holds the door open, say thank you. You know, it just takes little things to build a culture of gratitude and getting back to the the culture that we think we live in, that everyone cares for each other, that your neighbor brings you food or whatever. So, yeah, be thankful. It really matters. It helps. That's why we do this. Tugs, I know that you've already answered this question. But what mm -hmm. are you for? What are you grateful for? I say it every time, but it's always the real truth. I'm grateful for my health because without my health, I have nothing. Without my health, I don't have the ability to do this. I don't have the ability to see my friends, my loved ones, to enjoy living a life that I've worked hard for. You know, I don't get any of that. So I'm thankful, especially in light of the pandemic, for my health. <sighs> With that I know we got all like heavy, huh? We're going to have yeah. this edited. <laughs> no no it's good it's all good stuff i mean now more than ever we need to th say thank you more often we just like there is so much death there's so much darkness that's going on right now and it's so easy to fall into fall into me 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 fall into what is currently happening right in front of us but you need to reach out. You need to tell the people that who you truly care about, you need to tell them that you care 100%. And make sure that every day, every day you try to make some sort of difference. Be a ray of sunshine in somebody's life and let them know that it is that that you are important to them and i know that i'm sounding as sounding like a preacher rue i get it i understand however life is too short i have lost friends due to suicide i have seen that happen in my life and to this day i wish that i had reached out to that person and said that i love them or that it's I true. cared about them. It's true. You never know where people currently are, especially in this pandemic. We this is one thing that we're what what's happening in this pandemic is all of us are going through this at the same exact time. And we can either rot together or we can raise each other up by showing each other that we care, that we're grateful for each other, that we love each other. To be able to get to a place where we can have that ray of hope and sunshine back in our life again. It's true. It's true. Well, guys, that's our TED Talk. Let's go back to For What It's Worth. Let's talk about Miski's voice clip. I'm going to play it now. Okay. Hello, it's Miski here. I'm grateful that my family members are there for each other. Um, I live all across the country and uh, with lockdown as it is, I can't go visit them. But they've got each other um, and that's really important because my mum passed away in August. Uh, so they really, really need each other. And I'm grateful that I have my family here too. Um, my boyfriend and my girlfriend 
um, the rest of my household because I'm pretty sure that if we were all alone, we'd be pretty lost right now. First response, Tugs. I'm, I defer to you. I'm speechless. I'm really sorry that you've gone through that. I'm really sorry that you've had to lose a loved one like that. And um, my heart goes out to you. Make sure the people that you care about know that you're thankful for them. If there's anything you do, you'll never regret that. You never will. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it now. Pause the show and just send someone, hey, I just want you to know you matter to me. You never know what they're going to be doing. Maybe they shit their pants. Maybe they are doing just fine. Maybe they're grieving somebody. You don't know. Just message them. Say, hey, you matter to me. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, Rue. Like we're all we're also heavy right now. We're out of we're out of e emails and clips. So this is usually where I ask you what you're thankful for. You've already oh, asked me, dude. so you can't ask. You know. You know, dude, I'm thankful for you. You know, you've done so. You've done a lot. You know, to be able to, like me and you together, we've worked really hard. Um, and by no means am I saying that it was us alone. I'm grateful for our listeners to getting us to this particular point where we're able to, you know, talk about the fandom and how much that the fandom has helped us awkward, awkward people that didn't have a place to be, to have a place to actually call home. I'm grateful for being able to meet the people that I have been able to meet. And, um, yeah, I, that's what I'm grateful for. Well, that's the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got heavy. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to say what needs to be said. And yeah. that's okay. That's okay. <sighs> so On that note let's you know what let's do this let's let's take another break and then um we'll come back we we're going to try and empty out some of the mailbag and then wrap things up so stay tuned Welcome back. We don't normally do a break at this particular point, but hey, I needed some tissues for my issues so that I could get back into the swing of things. I needed tissues for my issues. Who <laughs> <laughs> talks like that? I don't know. I do. <laughs> my goodness. Don't judge me. Don't tell me how to like things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... 
today we're going to be reading actually just push that button just i'm loading it sorry i had to unload it here it comes (gasps) all right we've pulled the zipper down it's time for the mailbag i'm excited are you excited tugs i am excited the zipper has been pulled we have such a full full sack of email our first email is from kit he says hello to the cast for what it's worth it's kit i was wondering could you please do an episode on pause with love and cookies that are shaped like paw prints kit that's definitely you can't write twice well he you know he sent an an email to the mailbag and he sent just kidding okay well uh, definitely that's something that we can we can put in our lovely we have like this idea bucket so please um if you have uh episode idea please continue to send those uh we would definitely love to hear um what you guys we, we like doing what you guys want us to do if that makes sense um if there's a specific topic that you would like to hear we would love to um to revisit that particular topic i believe that we've talked about pause before but um but that's definitely a topic that we can revisit because you know uh, i like pause do you like pause ducks maybe I'm not as my- I'm not like kinky paws, but I like my paws being massaged. Here's the thing. Anyone who's into paws or feet, find them and be like, hey, would you like to give my foot a massage? You win every time. Every time. They win too. (laughs) Everybody wins. My favorite type of paws are the ones that vibrate. (laughs) Those are amazing. Is it you who has those? No, it's, uh, uh, well, it's our friend Digi. He has them. So. Uh, speaking of show topic suggestions, uh, here's an email. It's from Timid Grizzly. Look, it's like the greatest hits. Uh, greetings. I have a suggestion for a show topic. The image we hold of others versus who they really are. I can imagine listening to a deep discussion of the internal self parts. I don't think it would lead to any conclusions, but it would create a fertile ground for discussion. You know, that's an actually, that's a very interesting one. Um, I can tell you firsthand, like having interviewed a lot of the of the celebrities we've interviewed, that uh, they're very different when they're just chilling, and it's great. Um, and that very much is like, who are you when you're on stage versus off stage? Is it's a very interesting dichotomy, but also in the fandom, like popufers, who who are they really? Who is Tim and Grizzly? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely, I, I have to say, like um, when it comes to. Um, really getting to know some of these um you know you've you've gotten to know some celebrities and um you know they're different people than the people that you see on stage we're different people sometimes i i i have to say that i'm probably a different person although tugs you are probably the most authentic on the podcast i like to say I, you know, I try to be, I do exaggerate very slightly, um, key parts of like my normal chill off the mic personality. You mean you don't run around convention halls yelling, I like being anal. Oh wait, that's me. That's you. Get it right. <laughs> um, but no, the thing, the goal I've always had with doing this is just, 
I want, I mean, I very much want to be authentic, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to like go there and go, hi, my name is Todd's the work here. I love this. Like I'm not handing free ammunition out, but I am trying to be relatable and show that we are all in the furry experience together and work on what we have in common versus what's different. And that's, that's, that's why I behave the way I behave is that's my persona is not that different off the air. I just smoke a lot more weed and drink a lot more. That's really what it is on the air. I only do like three or four bowls off the air. It's like 10. <laughs> I have another email. Go for it. Phelorian says, dear Ruin tugs. Greetings. My name is Phelorian. I am a year old of the fandom. I have two personas, one being a dragon, the other being a species of my own creation. I have dubbed Paranox. I just wanted to stop by and say hello. I have recently discovered your amazing podcast and I have been listening constantly. I have made it up to season two, episode 20 in only four days, roughly 43 hours of your beautiful voices. I think you should go to your ear doctor. I'm just saying. Um, I still have a lot of catching up to do before I get to the current episode. My guess is that it's roughly 230 hours of content. <laughs> it's way, way more. So as a result of that, it might be a while before I start really getting involved in the podcast, but I do plan to send in an email or voicemail from time to time. If you guys would like to send in more about myself, just let me know. Oh, and they said also because I forget I'm from Colorado and um, yeah. So thank you for listening. I hope you keep enjoying it. We've got a vast library of content where sometimes we get deep and heavy. Sometimes we talk about being anal and everything in between. I like being anal. Oh, look at that. That's the new one. <laughs> oh. Do you, a, do you have another email? I think that that's it. I can't see any other ones. It, am I? I think I'm just lost. I'm going through all the emails and I'm not seeing any more. I actually keep all my stuff unread at the top. So here, I've got more. Oh, wow. So here we go. This is from Cassidy Civet, who's written us before. It's been a while. Hi, Cassidy. Um, Cassidy wants to let everyone know that there's a debut furry album, Double Take, by them. Um, there is a link to it in here. But if you go to CassidyCivet.BandCamp.com, you can listen to it yourself. The, let me spell it for you. It's H-T-T-P-S colon forward slash forward slash everyone got that so far c a s s i d y c i v e t dot bandcamp dot com and you can even get a physical cd if you want give it a listen and then write back and tell us if it was good or tell cassidy someone tell somebody call someone well i have a knee an email okay it's from Twitter. We noticed a login from your account. What's <laughs> worth for a new device? Was this you? That's a very deep question, Tugs. Was this you? I don't know. I have moved beyond <laughs> logging in on Twitter. I am now using it. I'm very entrenched in using it. And I just, I don't know. I feel like logging in is for the newbies. <laughs> All right. What uh, what other emails do we have? Um, so this one is from Fuego. Um, he says, or they say, I should say, because I shouldn't assume. Hello, I am Fuego, which means fire, and I am a fire canine. I am Mexican, so it's awkward to go to a person that speaks Spanish, uh, and I don't know what to say. 
I just listened to your Gratitude 13 edition, and it gave me some courage to write and say hi and hello to you guys. And I am waiting for your new episode. If you're reading this, then hopefully it's a new episode. Yay! I just want to tell you guys I'm a new fur, and I have been one since 2018, around December. I got corrupted. Me and my friend were outside school, and some girl with paws and ears came up beside us, and I was just sitting here like, oh my god, that's so cool and cute. And I was just staring. My friend said, why are you looking at that furry? And I said, that confused me. And he showed me what a furry is and didn't show me the awkward side right away. Sorry, I'm the, I'm having to um, parse some punctuation here. He just showed me what they do, like go to conventions, hang out. That got me thinking, wait a minute. doesn't That doesn't sound right. Um, I was just thinking about the, the furry and I went home to do some research of mine and lo and behold it all went downhill from there that's how it usually goes i also need some advice i'm moving to a new state and since we're in bad times right now i'm going to investigate the furry side of me i haven't told my parents i didn't tell my brothers i don't want to make them feel awkward that there was a a furry so should i tell them and my family or should i not i'm in nevada a small town right by vegas and i don't even know if i should tell my friends since it's almost halloween um Thanks for reading this. I hope you don't get burned reading out. Stay hot, mi amigo, <laughs> y mantiende peludo, which means stay hot, my friend, and stay furry. Thank you, Tugs and Cookies. Your name is Cookies now. Yay! I I'll just change my persona name. I'm Cookies. Yeah. Um. So the question here is: Should I tell people? You know, we get this question a lot, and it really is all about your where you are in your life and what you're doing. I always will give you this answer, though. It's furry. You're not telling your parents you're into blood sport or murdering people. It's you're. It's like saying you're into comics, right? Sure. Some people can have boners for comics, too. It happens. Maybe there's kinky comics you like. It doesn't matter. You're at, at your heart. You are. You're just a big sci fi nerd. You know, it's really in how you present it. If you present it as this awful, terrible thing, then. Of course they're going to react that way, but if you go, I'm a furry. Hey, Tugs. Hey, Tugs. I have to tell you this thing. I have to tell you, uh, I really, really, really like cookies. You know what else you like? (laughs) I like being anal. No, stop it. No. (laughs) But my whole point is, is there's a really creepy, creepy ass way that, you you know, if if you make it a big deal, like Tugs is saying, you, you just need to just chillax and just make it a big no not a big deal you just say hey this is what i'm interested in and most people are going to be like cool that's awesome whatever unless of course that they know what furries are then then you're in trouble just kidding just kidding (laughs) so um there's there's a there's a sub part to this which is there's confidence, right? I don't have the confidence to that. Here's the thing, man. You're not in control of what people think about you. So stop thinking you are. If they come up to you, go, oh, you're a furry. You're all weird. Blah, blah, blah. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were an expert. Would you like me to explain it to you? You know, don't let people's preconceived notions get in the way. You are in control of how you express your furryism. Don't let people take your voice. With that. You deserve a clap. No, we've already given out all the claps. There's only there was only two. I know, I know. So <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say a men and a women. <laughs> and ladies' night. And uh, ladies' night. <laughs> uh any other emails that we have, Mr. Tugs? No, I think that's pretty much cleared it out. So let's do this. 
Have you commented on the site yet? It's time to be reminded in housekeeping. Yay! It's that time again where we get all funky. It's housekeeping. So housekeeping. <laughs> knock knock knock. You know, so, I have like literally been kissing this pop filter the whole recording. I'm like, mm, mm. it's when is I, it that I good? Close, no, I have to get close to do like sounds, like you know. So I'm like, mm, all over my mouth. It's my pop filter. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, how are you, Rue? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing good. Let's get to house creeping. Yes, creeper. All right. So comment on the site, my friends. It makes it look like that people actually go there once in a while. Um, we have Twitter. We have lovely, lovely Telegram. We also have Facebook somewhere there. Um, but comment, please. It helps us um, retweet our tweets. It definitely, when it comes to our show, it's all on you guys. We don't pay marketing dollars. Maybe we should look into that. I don't know, but we have we haven't done it to this date, and so really, our show is spread by word of mouth. Only you can tell people about for what it's worth. <laughs> okay, Smokey. Um, no problem. I'm going to go wipe my ass in the woods. <laughs> Be careful. Don't burn it down while you're doing it. I got cell phone service. I can still hear you. <laughs> oh. um, did we thank our supporting cast? No, we haven't. Let's they... do it. All right. So thank you, Fire Breath, for doing our lines. Thank you, Voss, for saving me from all those edits. And um, that's it. I don't think we have any more support history. No, that's a lie. Thank you, Nuka, for being science. And and thank you, Tugs. Man, thank you, Tugs, for and being you, here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I just I just wanted to be validated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's next episode? Oh man, we haven't gotten that far. You should do pause. Okay. <laughs> the next Good. episode is pause. You win, Kit. See, Woo! that's what happens. Okay, so before we go, I have an announcement to make. So, I don't know how to go about doing this. I had this like beautiful thing in my head. And now I'm just like, yeah. Uh, I I have made the difficult decision to step down as a full time host on the show. This is my last episode as a full time host, and. I want to make clear a couple of things. The first and most important thing is thank you to everybody for being supportive and for just listening to the show. Thank you to all the amazing celebrities and personalities who were willing to sit down with us and give us such a wonderful ride. It has been incredible. I didn't think I would have done half the things I would have done in my life. If it wasn't for the show, I've gotten to shake the hands of people that I would never have met. Otherwise I have a, I like, I, I joke that I have a short list of people that I would love to meet and just interview and ask them questions like how we do our show. And I've actually been able to do that. You know, I've shaken the hand of someone who had their hand on the moon because of this show. It's been such a wonderful ride and all to help you guys out about just sharing exciting things about the world and about furry and also being an ambassador to people who are in positions of influence about furry. It's been a privilege and an honor to do that. And with your support of just listening, even before Patreon, 
I wouldn't have been able to do it without them, without you guys. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who took a chance and listening to this rebooted format that I started with through 10 years ago and, and just let everyone know how meaningful it's been for me. I'm not going to be gone hundred percent. You're not that lucky. Um, Rue and I have been talking about stuff. So the future is going to be Rue, a lot more Rue. Um, we'll have guest hosts and so forth. Rue is going to share more about that and he's going to start really driving the show. Um, but as I've told him, he's got this, you guys just got to let him know he's got this too. He's going to need lots of love, but he'll get there and feel confident and then he'll retire too. And you'll be sad again. Uh, <laughs> <that's> the, <laughs> um, um, it, it's been great and I'm still going to be involved with the show. So I'm not, I, I, I phrase it carefully and say, I'm stepping down as a full-time host because I want to do other things, but I'm not going to be gone. I'm going to, I'm going to still help out on the back end. I'm still going to, you know, help Rue run the Patreon. And I've told him I'm, I'm, he's not getting rid of me for Jackbox. I love doing the Jackbox and, you know, I am still going to occasionally uh, pop up on the show. Maybe I'll record a different kind of episode, be experimental. Maybe I'll see an interesting topic and wander in the room and go, Hey guys, I missed you. Let's talk about video games or whatever the topic is. Um, so you won't be rid of me, but you just won't see me necessarily as often. So I just wanted to put that thank you out there and, and wish the show well, even if I'm not on it all the time, you've got this Rue. Tugs tugs my true true second <laughs> just kidding just kidding we are in a weird marriage like never <laughs> see talking about experiences when we went we had local radio hosts let us sit in on their three-hour evening show the nightside project and learn and they said one time we're in a weird marriage and we are also in a weird marriage rue I feel like that we're having a divorce. Like, what's going on here? We're no, not, we're not. No, Daddy's just gonna go up for smokes and not do, come back. Just do positive. Just with positive things. Like, you look. I have to say this: the t- the show itself would have gone a long time ago without you. I, I when when things were going on in my life. I didn't necessarily want to continue the show. But you came to me and said, Rue, I want to do this, and I want to do this with you. And you gave me a lot of confidence to rebuild myself, to rebuild my life, and to build up this show. So you have been a huge huge impact and i i promise i wasn't gonna cry oh my gosh <laughs> but okay, you have bro. been a huge impact in so many people's lives and it's, with it's, and uh, with that you get a clap oh <laughs> i love the clap anywho okay ah <laughs> the main thing is is i want people to know that just because Tugs is stepping down, we have a lot of great things that is going to continue to happen on the show. So don't go anywhere. We're going to make great things. Like we have taken it from one particular step. Tugs came on. 
We brought it up to a next step, and now we're going to jump even further. So stick with us. You should. You should. Um, yeah, Drew, you've got this. Um, I know that people are going to probably hit me up, so keep listening. Um, Tugs will still <laughs> keep his email for, you know, I mean, he's he's actually going to still be like part owner of the show. So really, you know, if you still want to hit him up, he's still going to be there. He's still going to be in um, Telegram. So, um, yeah, definitely hit him up. Yep, I'll be there. A um, couple things. Um, I want to make clear that I'm not stepping down because of COVID. Um, this is not a COVID casualty. Um, and um, it's really because it's, it's uh, creative types know that they have a certain niche where they really like being creative um, and it's fulfilling to them in a way that is not fulfillable any other way. Um, and for me, I want to do something new with that time. I want to do something exciting. Um, it's, it's not a statement about this. This is a beautiful thing. It's going to grow. You know, I want to start from scratch on something else after, you know, I spend a little time resting, um, and see where that goes. And hopefully I can make something that is beautiful like this in a different way. Um, and so, yeah, I'm still going to produce some kind of content after a little break. Um, but in the meantime, I was sorry, I was going to say this. People who are going to ask, well, how do I keep up with you? Um, I do I do other things, believe it or not. This is just one of my many hats. What? Um, I know. <laughs> okay. Go okay. ahead, Tugs. I, I'm now... Go ahead and plug your business. I am. So I'm going to finally address the elephant that has been in the room with us. We probably, I think he's tired of us and we've made furniture on him and stuff. I know most of the audience out there are baby first. And we've never talked about it. And I am too. I'm more a diaper for than baby fur. Um, so I have started a company called Pretend Again. You probably have heard of it by now. Um, and I didn't want the, the, the company to be about me. I wanted it to be what it is. It needs to be on its own. Um, but I do have a company. If you go to pretendagain.com, you can see the cool things that my team has created. We have all kinds of fun clothing and stuff you don't even have to be a baby for honestly it's just cute clothing um and we'll talk to you like you're a kid but i'm not gonna tell you how to wear your clothes and uh yeah so all you baby first who are like oh, he's talking about it give me money go to my company i don't want to work for anyone else um <laughs> but if you don't that's fine too the support of just telling people and if you decide to follow me would be really appreciated and if you don't that's all right too it's totally okay it might not be your thing um but the last thing I want to kind of end on before we wrap this up for real is just thank you, Rue. This is the gratitude episode. And I want to say thank you for giving me the chance to do what I've done with the show and all those experiences that I mentioned earlier. I just, it's been wild and I'm just grateful that you took a chance on me. It's been great. I have and nothing now, to say. <laughs> it's okay. So... This is the end of a chapter. We'll see you. Well, you'll see Rue in the next chapter, and I will see you around the internet for the last time on a regular basis. This is Tugs. This has been Rue. And this has been, for, for what, what it's, it's worth. worth. <laughs>